Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Finding high-quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief, big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Am I the... Bonjour. Da, 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 da. Bonjour, welcome to the latest episode of the Cinema Abroad. Brought to you by my husband Dave. That's not, that makes it sound like that's our podcast. Yeah. The Cinema Abroad. Okay, do you want to start again? No, this okay. is it. This is it. This is that's the a podcast. New name, new name of the podcast. The Cinema Abroad. Okay, welcome to the Cinema Abroad. Uh, I'm Dave. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This Bonjour. is Kathy's sister, Jackie. Hello. This is Kathy's sister, boyfriend, Guillaume. Hello, folks. All right, got it? You got it, everyone? Welcome All right. Back, Guillaume. Thank you. So, long-term listeners Hi. will... Well, well, you've been multiple times, but Guillaume's only been once before. So I'm not welcome. So you're welcome. You're not Guillaume's welcome back. Welcome. You're just back. <laughs> um, all right, so long-term listeners may remember we uh, we came to uh, visit Jackie and Guillaume in Le Mans. Uh, we're in, in France, where we are currently. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to see Predator. There's a review of that. Episode number eight? Maybe? Eight, eight or nine? Okay, uh, it was a while back. It's a very it's a early question. one. Um, <laughs> Guillaume's on it I thought you had the answer I thought you were like a <laughs> cinema abroad super fan um, Jackie's been on several times you've been on for our Game of Thrones one mm-hmm. and uh, a, few, a few other ones Top Gun Top Gun that was it um, 
We're going to go see Mamma Mia. The, the clue was in this bad singing at the top. <laughs> um, here we go again. Uh, Jackie, you excited for this? I am excited for this. I was thinking about this movie this morning and I decided I think they named the first movie Mamma Mia so that they could call the sequel Here We Go Again. You think they were planning that yes, far ahead? I do. Like, do. Do you think they've got a whole like uh, a 10 series uh, anthology figured out? Is this going to go on into the next few decades? Mm, maybe, but I definitely think that they planned for the sequel. That's what why they you, chose that. What would you call the next one? My My. Mamma Mia, my mind. You go again and again, you mean. <laughs> well, it's got to be an ABBA line, doesn't it? Yeah. So So we're excited. I'm excited for this movie. Um, I really enjoyed the first one, but I'm not one of those people who've seen it loads of times and I haven't seen the stage show, but I love ABBA. And we're bringing Oscar to the cinema and Oscar has been like brought up listening to a lot of ABBA in our household, so I reckon he's going to be into it. But Guillaume, you're not so much of a fan, right? No, but honestly, I just can't wait to be in the cinema at 11 in the morning. <laughs> That's quite something. <laughs> That's what you got to do when you have a baby. <laughs> well, there's aircon, so that's good. Yes, it's very hot weather here, um, so we're looking forward to it. Are we gonna? Are, is everyone gonna sing? Yeah, we're supposed to sing along. One hundred percent. Though Guillaume reckons in France, maybe that won't be au fait. <laughs> do you think are people gonna frown on us singing, Guillaume? Is that are we gonna embarrass you in your hometown? Mm, no. No, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, we won't be doing that. All right, let's head in. Um, see you on the other side of uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. My, my, how could I forget you? I have never felt closer to Mom. I'm in the exact same place that she was all those years ago. You're pregnant. Yeah, I am. Mamma Mia. Tonight, it's a night for celebration. Come on, let's get this show on the road. I was told you couldn't come. No, I'm a spontaneous person. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> These are my dads. It takes three great men to create such a woman. <laughs> I never did ask you guys, what happened when you met my mother? Here I go again. How can I resist you? Right, we're back. So it turns out in France, babies aren't allowed in the cinema under the age of three. <laughs> Apparently they're not insured for it or something. So yeah, but hang on. Like, like, can I just say, first of all, it's it's the right decision, and I was against <laughs> this from the start, bringing a baby into a normal screening. Because, and we and we're not. First of all, listeners, we're not those people. We're not. We're not the people who everyone else is in him and like. I can't believe they brought a baby. We're not generally those people. But the reason we were, we tried it here is because it's an English screening of Mamma Mia in France which is not the norm first of all because they normally they, uh, it's uh, dubbed versions right guys mm-hmm. yeah. that's normal so it was, dead. So it was exceptional um, and, and it was at 10.30 in the morning so on a we, Sunday on a Sunday so we thought it's likely that there'd be no one there and Dave there was no one there was there, li- was there literally no so one there Jackie and I went and Dave and Guillaume took Oscar out and they're now drinking beer at 12 o'clock and we well, that sounded like a judgement <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine yeah. <laughs> you know, that's I'm fine. just explaining what you guys it's the there. afternoon it's the afternoon no but we went in as a huge screen and there was like maybe 8 people yeah yeah, yeah including us including us yeah, I still think that's the right decision on behalf of the cinema because those 8 people paid to see a movie where there should not be a baby no but it was honestly it would have been fine because it was loads of space at the front no one was there we could have had him in the buggy and it was so loud from the music it All was right. a loud Dave it was a loud movie but can Jackie and I get on with the review no, no. now listeners <laughs> please uh, let us know on Twitter at the Cinemile 
Do you think it's okay to bring a baby to a non-baby screening yeah, if there Bia, are few people there? It wasn't Schindler's List. Like, it doesn't matter. Though. Like, it was a loud screening. But it doesn't matter because those people paid to see Mamma Mia. Okay, well, Dave, thank you for your analysis. <laughs> anyway, now, I'm just trying to talk loads because I have nothing to say about the movie say, having not away. seen it. <laughs> so, Jackie. Yes. What do you think of the movie? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yes. I guess that. Yes, <laughs> you could probably tell. I could tell. Jackie and I basically wept <laughs> the entire movie. I it was very rem- emotional. I can't remember the last time I cried that much in a movie, or wh- and I didn't know why I was crying. Did you know? No. I couldn't define my tears. Th- cried at different moments, happy moments and sad moments, yeah. and different reasons. And the music. The music and, was wonderful. Like first thoughts when I saw the trailer a few months ago, I was just rolled my eyes. I thought it's such a cynical yeah. cash in. I've no interest in that movie. Thought it looked just cheesy. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't look like it had anything going for it. And then I've kind of heard all these amazing reviews, and obviously it's doing really well at the box office. And like love the music, so I was I was excited and expecting to like it. But I liked it way more than what I thought I was going. To yeah, like. me yeah, too. I, I w- loved it. I wasn't really expecting much. Um, I thought it would just be a sequel, basically, because the first one was pretty... The first one was pretty interesting. It was quite different when it came out. It really was different. And, yeah, so I wasn't expecting that much from this one, but I really did enjoy it. so good, and it just makes me think, why aren't more movies musicals? It's so (laughs) successful. It's just brimming with joy. And, like, obviously it's set in Greece, and it's visually gorgeous as well. Like, Mm. every part of the movie is, like, bright and bubbly and light. And I guess we should, um, we'll talk a bit about how they put it together, because it is interesting how they did it. Um, so there's two different time periods. So there's a couple of years after the first movie, which is where, so and Amanda Seyfried is now, Seyfried, is now kind of taking on the mantle of running her mother's hotel, and she's pregnant, which is all in the trailers. And then it's also following her mother, who was, Meryl Streep in the original movie and is now played by a, a young Lily James who's suddenly the actress at the moment right mm-hmm. she's in everything and she does a phenomenal job doesn't she very very yeah, good she does yeah. a really good job so she's it's following the summer that she conceived her daughter and the three men she meets and, and already that's really unusual because to have a, a movie where the lead young woman sleeps with three different men in the space of two weeks and it's not like a slut shaming no or not at all yeah there's no judgment cast on her. She's just young and vivacious and loving her life. And I just thought that was good. Yeah, this it was well off. done. Yeah. yeah. The opening sequence, we just laughed our heads off because she's basically graduating Oxford, apparently. And then her and her, she's like the valedictorian for some reason. And then her and her friends just break into song and that set the tone for the movie. It was a bit of a cold start. I think it's always hard, though, in a musical film to have the first, the musical number yeah. I think it is you kind of have to get through it like a yeah. little bit it's a little bit awkward but and then you kind of set up for the whole movie but Especially, it was a little bit awkward because um, there was a lot of songs in this movie I didn't know the, uh, a lot, yeah. I, did you know that one no Kiss the teacher the first one no but I heard that for this one they've changed the lyrics for some of the songs oh okay I think I think I heard that for this one makes and sense because they do very well fit the scenes yes um, I mean they did some of the big ones as well obviously like we Loads got them. some of the big ones yeah. but there was new ones which I liked actually um, and now Dave and Geem are itching to speak here because apparently while Jackie and I were inside, they Wikipedia the entire <laughs> movie plot. So before we get to Spoiler Street, guys, yeah. um, what are your initial thoughts on the Wikipedia plot, Guillaume? That's a tricky question. <laughs> I think we, I was, we enjoyed the plot, didn't we? Yeah, we enjoyed the plot. And we are very curious about how they manage the past and the present <laughs> and the difference between... Yeah, because I'll be honest, when... The, w- there was a lot of... 
past, present, past, present, and we were very curious of what, we were, we were what, you, what you're feeling about. Well, well wait, guys, it works the movie. when you're at the movie because the actors are different. I personally <laughs> found I personally found the plot very confusing. Yeah, but if you were at the cinema watching it, it's very obviously signposted which era you're looking at because you're looking at a different cast of people. No, but it was hopping back and forth between timelines a lot. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was two <laughs> continuous timelines. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just here. judging this on the six paragraphs on the we read. <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia, okay. Okay, but I will say by the end it really did all wrap up quite quite nicely. It wrapped up beautifully. Yeah. Oh my god, right. So yeah. I I think we should just give it a massive recommendation and then move on to spoiler street. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, definitely. Well even without yeah, big recommendation and before spoiler street we could say there was some really beautiful the scenery really was beautiful. Yeah. And a lot of the the sort of um the cinema work was really good actually just speaking about the different timelines it actually was really clear when you were watching yeah, it really clear. and they had some nice visual tricks like um, looking at a looking at a scene and then all of a sudden it's the different character looking at the same scene yeah in the 70s right. versus now okay. um, oh and before spoiler street because we can talk about this because this is in the trailer um, all the young casting yeah. right, let's go through everyone so the first there was a bit of a was a bit hodgepodge. Some of them, the younger car- actors were really good and some of them were a You're bit dodgy. So, yeah. so the first one we met is the young Meryl Streep, Lily James, who we think yes. is awesome. Yeah, she's she really very, very good. And I listened to her speaking about this performance on the, the Women's Hour and she said it was really intimidating to play like a young Meryl Streep. Mm, I'm sure. Um, so she said that was really intimidating. She watched her performance in that movie a lot. And then the young Christine Bransky, who's the friend, the one who's in The Good Wife. She the one with the brown hair. Yeah. The longish hair. The American one. Yeah, she yeah. was excellent. She was, ex- she was, she like was really, really, really on the nose. Perfect was, did, I mean, did the young cast, out of interest, play it like as an impression of these people? Yeah. Or did they kind of own it themselves? No, they, so it felt... Pretty much, I would say. Um, well, so the young Christine Baranski was a definite impression, but it worked. Yes. The other young friend was good. I have no complaints about her no, performance. she was good too, yeah. yeah. Um, then the first she, man we met was the young Colin Firth, and we weren't into that, were we? She, I actually thought it was terrible. Yeah. Well... I didn't think he was terrible. I think he just was well, doing too much of an impression of an uptight Colin Firth, which is charming on Colin Firth, but that's actually the thing. wasn't charming on this guy. That's exactly it. Yeah, it didn't come across as charming. But I think he was also trying to do more than an impression because Colin Firth he has had a whole like um, a developmental arc through the... Through Mamma Mia, which he grew. At the end of the last one, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think exactly. So. I remember learning his character was gay. I can't remember how. So he's also repressed. He's repressing his sexuality. The young guy. Yeah, so there's a lot going on for him, I guess. But he, and I guess so. I think that the the younger actor was trying to portray that. Yeah. And it just came across as a bit strange. Yeah, and it's not his fault because he'd only a few scenes. And he's trying to be too quirky. Yeah, there was a lot for him to take on. But I enjoyed how they met, and then they did a great job of um, they did Waterloo, so that was a good number. Then we meet. Oh my god, he was the best. The young Swiss amazing. guy. He Bill Swedish. Swedish. He was oh, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really, he was really so good. cute. Um, and he was just. He wasn't doing an impression. He almost stole the show. Yeah, he almost he, stole the movie. Yeah, he was amazing. He was very, very good. And he's so cute, and he's like on his phone, and he's such a little playboy, and you believed all of it. And then the young Chris Brosnan, I thought, did a really good job. And he mimicked Chris Brosnan's voice, which is a really weird accent. Like, for someone to try and copy Chris Brosnan's accent and to kind of manage to do it, it's impressive because he's got a strange accent. Did did Pierce Brosnan sing again? Oh, yeah. Because that was the best part of the first movie. He He did. He sang really sad, so um, we'll finish these and then we'll get to spoiler street because there's something in it that I don't know if people know from the trailer. Um, 
So the young Pierce Brosnan I was a fan of, but not he as was, good as the young Bill. No, he was okay. Like, he was Yeah, he was okay. I mean, he was to be the, he's kind of the main love interest, and he, I believe their chemistry. Yeah, yeah, he was... Um, okay, now, cutting to Spoiler Street, or in this instance, Spoiler Terrace, where we're sitting out and having drinks. Um, okay, so guys, I know you know this. We're on Spoiler Street now. Oh, we know everything. You know everything. Um, yeah. So Donna is dead, which I did not know from the from the trailer I saw. Did you know? No, I didn't no. know that, no. And so we find out she died a year ago. Uh, she died a year ago, and since since the last movie here in Pierce Brosnan have obviously been married and everything together, and he sang... Um, yeah, guys, we know. What did he sing? He sang SOS, didn't he? A line of yes, that. And that was so sad when he was just in the room by himself. Um, he, sang a, he sang a sad version of SOS. Because that was his movie he sang in the first one to her joyously. And now this one was like, he's just singing to himself, when you hear me, darling. Like, it was just really sad. Okay. Yeah, it's when you're gone. How can I, I, I try to go on? Yeah, yeah it was really, I it was okay. bawling. That was, I think, my, maybe my first instance of just tears, so more is, tears. But Meryl Streep is in this movie. Meryl Streep shows up right at the end. As a ghost? As a number. Ghost Meryl? Ghost Meryl, yeah. That's what we read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually wasn't sure if she was going to be in the movie. Cause I thought I, I'd seen her. I thought I'd seen her on the the press tour. So I I'd seen her on the poster, blatantly yeah. photoshopped in. So I had thought, oh, I doubt she's. And there was a, there was a there was a, a clearly photoshopped photograph of her in the one of the background yeah. scenes as well. So I was like, well, maybe yeah. she isn't in this movie. Um, so that was really sad. And every time like Amanda Seyfried talked about her mother, it was really sad. And it was sad too because it's almost like she was she's so obsessed with her mom that she's not living her own life like even when she finds out she's pregnant the first thing she says is I feel so close to my mom right now and it's like what about your husband and the child that you're carrying but all she talks about is her mom like, and it's really sad and it's because she's grieving her and yeah. I think that's why I was so upset because she's just so she's just in the, the depths of grief for her mom do you mean and grief do you mean her husband Sky? Yeah, I didn't remember that was his name from the first Oh, we one. remember because we re- read all their uh, names. He was kind of a bit of a background character in it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But he was kind oh, of a background character in the first movie as well. Because yes. it's about the women. It's all about the women, He's yeah. stuck in New York, isn't he? Yeah, but he comes back. Um, and and, but they're all... But the but Bill and Sam almost didn't make it to the reopening yeah. of the But that's uh, why it was so joyous because the when they all came together it was so camp. <laughs> they all arrived on these boats it singing was Dancing Queen. It was, like, so like, it was so good. Finding high-quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief, big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. And then there's a character early on, um, we learn his name is Fernando. It's like, right, well, you don't call someone Fernando in an ABBA movie. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got something in store for them. And it's Andy Garcia. And then separately to that, um, the young Meryl mentions that her mother had her heart broken by a, a South American man. Yeah, in, in 1959 in Mexico, yeah. I believe. So we're like, all right, obviously that's Andy Garcia then. And then when Cher arrives as the grandmother, which is, again, I knew from the trailer, but I really wish I hadn't known Cher was in this. And Claire just shows up and sees him and sings Fernando across the room to him. And they end up like kind of waltzing together to Fernando. It was incredible. It was very good. Okay, so how is Cher playing Meryl Streep's mother when there's a three-year age gap? 
Oh, is there? I th- I was three years. Just three years. I, I had a, I had a trouble with that as well. Even when you were like, oh, he's obviously the love interest. I was like, how that man can't be Meryl Streep's father. He's yeah. much too young, and he's the same age as Pierce. He looks the same age as mm. the yeah. They kind of the dad characters. That he's Meryl's dad. But then they said we met in 1959, which age-wise would match up. So it's just that Andy Garcia and Cher are playing older than they are. That's all it is. Okay, so Andy Garcia is six years younger than Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, wrong. but they aged him. They, they aged him. Okay. And Cher's kind of aged less. Cause she's one of those people who's obviously had so much work done that she could be like 20 or she could be 100. So you think that their Cher's supposed to be older, not that Meryl Streep's supposed to be younger? I, they said that her and Andy Garcia got together in 1959, which would have been, I assume, around the time Meryl Streep was born. Okay. So well, they've they've aged. They've, they've said they're older. Well, I mean, are. I guess like Amanda Seyfried is supposed to be what thirty in this. No, they said she was twenty five. Uh, no, she said this. She said you're twenty five years too late. But because talking the about the first her. movie wasn't that she was like really young getting married and everyone disapproved. Like she was eighteen or something. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. she's twenty five. If she was twenty five and Meryl Streep had her when she was twenty two, Meryl Streep is not even supposed to be fifty. Meryl yeah. Streep's character. The ages don't quite matter. But I don't think the. And what age is Meryl Streep? She. I have no idea. Well, guys, apparently you've done all this with She's uh, Meryl Streep is 68. Cher right. is... Um, Meryl seven, Streep's not 68. 72. Oh, wait. Guys, you've, that's not no. right. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> right. Cher is wait, not we had this years, down, Pat. We Cher didn't is not three years older no. than Meryl Streep. No, guys. she is. She's not. Meryl and Meryl Streep's six, not 68. 58, maybe. No, yeah, guys. No. Guys, we did all our research. Meryl Streep is 69... Um, Cher is Cher is seventy two. Seventy two is Cher. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, well that's I'm okay. surprised she's that old. She, but in the first movie, she did look too old. Yeah. In, anyway, she, she. Yeah. The ages didn't quite match up. And guys, we spent enough time; they don't matter. What I really enjoyed about Amanda Seyfried is a. I think she's fantastic. I love seeing her. She's back very again. good. She's so good, and also she's that such she's, a beautiful singer. She's a beautiful voice. Beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah. And she's one of these actresses who you haven't seen in a while, and it's refreshingly lovely to see. Oh, she let herself age naturally. Yeah, she just looks like she's she just looks like older than the last movie. Still is beautiful, but yeah. she just looks. It looks like it's been ten years. Like, you would not movie. be having to like Google her age, like you would a chair or someone like that. <laughs> um, but one one of the things I really liked that the last movie did and this movie did, which is like turning things on their head a bit and making a bit of a joke of how the women kind of objectify the men. And they yeah. do it in a funny way. Like even like you said in the last movie, her husband wasn't really the character. It no. didn't matter. No, and he was off on his stag like I think yeah, it didn't movie, matter. basically and in this movie Christine Brodsky says about Andy Garcia wash him down and take him to my tent <laughs> <laughs> she had a good she yeah. had good one liners she's got really good one liners um, oh what she I said like, it was so funny when she saw a handsome man at one point she said be still my throbbing vagina oh, my voice <laughs> so strange and so funny it. I was looking at the French subtitles on that one wondering oh I wonder what that says um, and then what else were we going to say oh yeah Damn it, I've lost it. I was going to say something else. Just the whole... I just love the essence of the whole movie because there's a lot of characters and a lot of plot. And when they brought them all together at the end and they sang... Um, what was the big move, The big song at the end? Super Trooper, gonna find you. And everyone had a line. Oh, we, yeah, we, we, we know, know all about, about that. Yeah. So, so according to the Wikipedia entry, uh, Guillaume, do you want to back me up here? Um... So apparently, the were you both on the same Wikipedia page, or did you both have your phones out? No, I, re- out? I read it. To, I read it to Guillaume. You read it to Guillaume. Wow, that's so interesting for Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so apparently, all the pa- the past and present sort of combine. They all do. the actors yes. sing trooper. together. Super Trooper. And it's awesome. I also have a fun fact that I discovered on the Wikipedia page. Oh, Oscar, what, were you right. reading the Wikipedia synopsis as well? Just the three lads were having a great time reading. <laughs> so, um, 
this film wasn't uh, shot in Greece at all. Really? Entirely in Croatia. I did oh. see that. Yeah. It's probably the same as the last movie. No, first movie was in Greece, Greek island. Oh. Actually, I did feel the some of the some of the visual stuff was a bit strange. It looked like it was green screen shots to me. Some of the mm. some of the scenes. Some of it was done in London on a stage. It yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, um, the stuff at the hotel, the party, the stuff, the scene with them, um, Amanda Seyfried. I. Yeah, some of that looked fake. Some of them looked fake, yeah. Yeah. And also, what's her business plan? So you're launching a hotel, I guess. For millionaires. Yeah, so you bring loads of millionaires to a party on your island, and then you get the press to come. What's the press going to cover? Oh, there's a hotel opening. That's not interesting. Like, what you do is you would surely... It looks pretty big, yeah. Yeah. In the Wikipedia page, the opening looks... Pretty, pretty big. <laughs> it sounded, yeah. sounded yeah. really Sounds amazing. Didn't it? But it's kind of the same size as it was. I wanted to be there. Movie. It is. It's just, just in fancy. better condition. What you would do instead is surely give loads of millionaires a free stay and then in return ask them to like recommend it on their Instagrams or something, right? You don't host this stupid party. And it's not very. Um, I mean, the whole the whole point of, the, of why Meryl Streep's character arrived there is because she's so in love with the island and it was so beautiful and she wanted to be part of it and make it her home. It doesn't sound like she would have wanted the hotel to be a deluxe millionaire's <laughs> destination. I thought that was a, like a, a strange um, yeah, a strange clientele to be looking for and that it was a deluxe hotel. I guess but then in the end they realised all they needed was native um, Greek fishermen to sing to them. And that they could give away free things. Yeah, give away. They did mention the Greek uh, recession actually, which was interesting. They had a line about that. Um, yeah, but it was so... It was a bit cliche, as in it was a bit... Yeah, and then the, so they all just get drunk. Yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't I, if I was a Greek, I probably wouldn't like the way they portrayed Greek Especially people. now, okay, so you're slagging off the Greek economy and you're not filming there, so giving them vital money that they need. <laughs> so actually, and you're only trying to bring in foreign millionaires. Yeah. Because that's why that's was the problem with the party was that no flights were arriving in Athens so all of the millionaires were coming from abroad yeah so actually you're right they've been horrible to the Greek economy this movie <laughs> but overall I would like if I had to describe it in one word I would say joyous yes very yeah. much and then just weeping is my second word I yeah I was really shocked by how much I cried I was surprised I, I cried at three separate scenes yeah and I wouldn't usually cry that much in a movie yeah I just cried off for all of them by mm. the end I was just crying and that was like my lot in life Oh, the, the, last th- the last time you you cried that much it was in front of Wonder with Julia Roberts. Oh yeah, I, I think so. It was oh, very, it very, very emotional. Very yeah, emotional yeah, that, that movie. Good. Jackie, you need to do a bonus Wonder review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on an airplane um, in the middle of the night, so, so I was yeah. probably <laughs> crying because I was tired yeah, as well. <laughs> Honestly, just confessed. I cried like a baby in front of that movie. <laughs> oh, really? It was so emotional. Yeah, it was a good one. And yeah. also, I have to, I have to tell everybody, Guillaume was a weeping mess when I was reading the Wikipedia plot <laughs> entry uh, of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again to him. Aww. You could barely contain yourself. Mm. It was kind I of embarrassing. Wish, I wish you guys had come, had come and watched it because you would have loved it and I know Dave would have cried because Dave cries at everything and Oscar would have loved it because it was so bright and colourful and music. Like, it's a, like it was a fun movie for a kid yeah. but anyway, look, so it was not to be. Standout things for, for me in this movie are all of the group dancing, singing yeah. scenes because they're just so fun. Yeah, they're the best. And then some really... Like emotional scenes with Amanda Seyfried and Lily James both had some yeah. really like really good like moving scenes really good. and they were very Brosnan good. Did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, very good. And then young the young Bill character, yeah, he, he was, was amazing. I didn't like the way we find out because at the end of the last movie, Bill gets with one of Meryl Streep's best friends, and we find out that he's since cheated on her. Yeah, that was. And then they get back together at the end, and I just thought, do you know what? You don't need to tie everything in a bow where mm. they they hook Christine Bransky up with some guy at the end. Bill and her, the other woman, whose name Judy Walters, are back together. 
And I just thought, actually, I really liked the scene where Julie Walters said, I'm not having it. You cheated on me. I'm not with you. And then all he has to do is cry once and Mm -hmm. she gets back with him. So I didn't like that. Um, And I just, I don't like when everyone has to be paired off at the end of a movie. Even though I know it it makes for a nice, like, musical number or whatever. Yeah, no, you're right, though. That scene was a bit strange and it was a bit, that was, a scene was a little bit unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think we have another question with Dave. Are we sure that Sky is the father of the new baby? Oh, or is the, re- yes. the story repeating <gasps> again? No, Here sure. we go again. <laughs> I mean, no, me and Game, me and Game have an idea for a third movie. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Well, no, will I answer your question? It's first? called Mamma Mia is Sky the Father, <laughs> which is no, a famous ABBA song. They actually say she says it's just like last time with my mom. I'm pregnant in the same place, but this time I know who the father and, is. And I have three potential fathers. No, she says it's just like that. I know who the father <laughs> is. So close to my yeah. mother right now. Um, yeah, I would say... No, she actually quips about it. She is in the depths of grief, grief about her mother, and, and that really came out to me, and I think that's what was upsetting me so much. But I hope at some point she can have her own life now. Like, yeah. She does the baptism in the same church. She has runs the same business. Now, that church is up the top of a lot of steps. I was I know. looking at it going, would you carry a baby up all those steps on a roasting hot day? Um, I feel... I'm, like, worried for her character because I feel like this whole project was... a. a yeah about grieving because she says it so many times this is my mother's dream I've made it come true I feel so good and all this yeah. but at no point she says it had, It was my dream no. she never even says the dream that became my dream yeah. or that I and was and the husband wanted. even says like oh let's move to New York together we need to do something different and then that doesn't get resolved the husband just comes home and they sing together and then oh we're having a baby now everything mm. will be perfect just yeah and then yeah. so they do make a funny joke about Cher they say she hasn't been outside, seen outside of Las Vegas for decades and yeah at that the was end funny. you go anything oh so was Cher just moved to this island to be with Andy Garcia then no I don't think so she just came she was she's just there I don't think so yeah, yeah. they're just in love um, but Cher just looked freaking awesome like Cher came out looking like Lady Gaga didn't she she did look really <laughs> like Lady Gaga when she came out yeah. um, I just want to see more of Cher and I read an interview with her recently where she said that um you know, because she's an Oscar-nominated actress and everything. Like, Moonstruck. She was nominated. I don't remember if she won. And she was in Mermaids. Like, she's mm-hmm. been in such great movies. Mm-hmm. But she said casting directors just don't know what to do with her because she doesn't look... She actually said, like, she just kind of doesn't suit any age. Like, she worked in this movie because she's basically playing Cher. Yes. But other than that, she couldn't just be in a normal movie playing a normal grandmother because of how she she's chosen to make herself look. That doesn't pass as an ordinary person well I haven't actually I haven't seen a picture of her or anything in a long time Same. she was so made up in this that I, I actually wouldn't know you, I, I, I don't know if she's had a lot of plastic surgery like she's I had a lot like yeah, in profile and stuff like I don't know if I'd have recognised she her. just looked like someone had a lot of makeup on yeah because I watched Moonstruck a few years I ago and she looks nothing like that now um, and it's not a criticism like I'm happy for her to do you know whatever she wants to do it's cool but she just said that's basically why she doesn't mm. get acting work anymore but like she doesn't it, she doesn't need it like, she's and, and she did look younger than the Meryl Streep's friends yeah at the end scene <laughs> she did when she was supposed to be like a generation older than them it was a bit odd I just want to watch that end scene again where everyone's just in like full ABBA clothes and then like all the men are wearing it it's just it's so, so good um, but anyway Jackie thank you for your fourth trip on the cinema you're very welcome Guillaume thank you for thank you kind for of me. coming on again welcome <laughs> um, Dave thank you for looking after Oscar while I enjoyed the cinema that's alright yeah. so are we Are we? Um, first of all please before I, we get to our final music number um, <laughs> please follow us on social at the cinema on Facebook Twitter or Instagram or uh, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to your podcasts 
and leave us a review leave us a um, don't leave us a mean review <laughs> leave us a like nice that. review um, so if you like us leave us a review and if you don't like us don't listen anymore deal? <laughs> alright so we, are we all agreed on uh, Super Trooper? I'll start us up Super Bars 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 you need to go lower now <laughs> wait, wait, well, lower. Yes. Oh, oh, no, you messed it up. <laughs> Dave blew it. Guillaume, are you going to sing for us? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, Guillaume, you were right. The French people didn't sing along. But Jackie and I sang along, so it's fine. Are you we first? made up for the whole <laughs> crowd. <laughs> but we didn't know how to sing. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.